everyone. Welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grab Bag, your weekly podcast for you engaged in the Game Pass collection, bringing you 3D perspectives of varying skill range. I am the forager of this episode, Andrew. With me, the one who can't figure out what mushrooms are poisonous, Keith. Hello. And the one who doesn't know how to dodge the boar, Liz. Hey guys. And this week was Keith's pick. And surprise, it's actually not a platformer. Keith, what did you have us play this week? I picked Forager is the name of the game. Although, is it Forager Nuclear? Is uh, that nuclear, weird? I think it's called Nuclear because it was the latest patch. Oh, uh, okay. Well, so yeah, I picked Forager, which is a top-down, I don't want to say survival. I don't know. Resource management, base building game. Yeah, yeah. We'll go with that. <laughs> so this game is from... One guy? It's published by Humble Bundle, but it is, yeah, it is made by one guy who calls himself Hot Frog. And he has, you know, he hired a couple people for artistry. But, uh, Keith, what did you think of Forager? I fell in love with it pretty quickly. And it's weird because the more I played it, I guess the more I got, I don't want to say bored with it because I still am not really bored, but it sort of runs out of things or just kind of goes stale, I think, the more and more you play it. But I still think it's a really good game and I definitely think it's a game. I, I agree, Keith. There was moments where I felt like it was getting a little stagnant, but this game is really cute. It it has like a lot of charm. There's not a lot of NPCs you interact with, but the ones you do are are kind of adorable in a lot of the characters you see. So for me, yeah, this is a game. It's I, I don't think it's as in-depth and as crazy as something like Astroneer or Stardew Valley or Minecraft, but if you enjoy these types of games, you might want to give it a shot. It's pretty fun. I agree with Keith. I think we'll obviously get into it later, but my biggest problem is I didn't get the Thunder Rod until like seven, eight hours in. I unlocked like every desert thing and I couldn't get it. And it just got very, very <coughs> tedious using a pickaxe on every single item. And so for me, I just, I got burned out. And I think I would have liked the game more if I had unlocked it sooner. There's no tutorial. I didn't know like... Maybe I should do this to try to build this, so I I just couldn't get it earlier. Yeah, this game really does throw you in pretty quick without explaining too much. But there isn't too much to explain in general anyway. You obviously start with your little character, you start with a pickaxe, and you figured, hey, I'm just going to start whacking things. Well, I just, I feel like I can't give it a gamer a pass, because I feel like I would have had a different experience if it kind of had paced it in a different way for me. Um, so, I mean, give it a shot. <laughs> I usually love games like this, so I'm very surprised that yeah. I'm hesitant. I, when I saw this, I was like, this is probably going to be a Liz pick. And surprisingly, it was Keith. Keith is nodding. <laughs> oh, I said that's what I do. So, starting off, what did you guys think of the story? So, there isn't too much of a story with Forager, but I have some theories, Keith. No, purgatory. it's not about purgatory. But this actually would be a good game to kind of say that's purgatory because you are doing the same things. So whenever you die, you just come right back. So you could say it's purgatory, but no, that's not my theory. Well, I have a whole weird thing about the whole that when you die, it's game over. It's just the game auto saves constantly. So I don't quite get that. That's just a weird point. Yeah. I don't understand. It might as well just reload you right then and there. But Yeah, because you literally reload your game. You have one health, but it literally starts you right where you were. So could be purgatory, but that no. isn't my full theory. Um, did you unlock the comics, though? 
I learn about the story. Did I didn't delve too far in though. So I didn't unlock the second one. I read that on Andrews, but I didn't really think there was much to it. One thing that really confused me is there's this piece of land that you unlock, and it has these radishes. I think they are, and they're they're very kind, and they say like that they love you or whatever. But you get an achievement for killing them, and whenever you like strike them, they like beg and they're sad and it's awful but in the comic it shows you protecting it so it's like you get an achievement for killing them but in the comic you're supposed to protect them is this thing i think this game is built so that the government can see who's a sociopath because <laughs> who wants to kill you guys both killed them didn't you yes well, so... yeah absolutely i needed those radishes no. So this is my theory, Keith, and I'm sure you're going to disagree because you always disagree with anything I ever say. Mm-hmm. But what this, what Forger really reminds me of is Cookie Clicker. Did you, you you played the original, didn't you, Keith? I did, and I actually was. This wasn't a theory I had. I actually came across a, a review about this game. But go on. Yeah. So. Anyone who's played Cookie Clicker, there's been a whole genre of game mode called Clicker Games, which Keith is a huge fan of, of course. Yes, sir. He has so many of them on his phone. But Cookie Clicker, you just started off as this person. You literally click a cookie on your computer, and you create cookies, which are also currency. And eventually you hire grandmas to make you cookies. And then eventually you open a (laughs) store, and so on and so forth. But the way the game works out is, as simple as it is of you making cookies, eventually you're like breaking down the universe and converting atoms into cookies and you're like becoming this like evil corporation that's essentially taking over the universe making cookies and that's what it was getting a vibe from this game because you first start off as a simple character on a little island just you know hitting rocks eventually you find the you know the turnips and it's like you can kill them but they beg for you to not to and your land is growing you're eventually like You're eventually drilling for oil. You're eventually creating factories, robots. You meet a druid that's complaining about these people with pickaxes that are exploiting the land. So I was kind of getting the same vibe. I felt like this was the story they first were going with, where you start as something simple, but you kind of become evil. Another reference, if anyone's ever read Dr. Seuss books, but the Lorax, it's kind of the same concept where a guy, you know, finds a forest of this rare mineral or a rare fabric and starts creating you know, shirts, and then eventually ends up destroying the whole forest. And that's where I felt like this game is going. But then when you read the comics, as Liz was saying, it's talking about how you're trying to protect these, the creatures. And the story also is something about reclaiming your memory. I don't know. It was a little weird. It was very vague. I felt like it was was kind of like story, not story. Like it just felt very unfinished. Maybe I, is there a third one to unlock? I don't know. There was two more things I didn't unlock. I don't know if there was another comic. So, I mean, long story short, you're not playing this game for the story. No. I was just curious if you guys had any other theories. Just for me, it felt like it was Cookie Clicker. It's Like I said, it's interesting you say that. I didn't, and I actually don't hate your theory on this. Oh, wow. Surprising. Well, no, because I was looking something up for the game, and I came across someone's review of it. And they immediately described it as a cross between like a resource management, but also a clicker type game. And as soon as I read those words, I went, oh my goodness, that's 100% what this game is. It's 
it's take little increments of income to buy something that gets you more income, which gets you more experience, and it, it just builds on itself. They start to become autonomous. And right to the very point where one of the achievements, not to jump ahead, but is to have, a, I think, a trillion gold. Like, yeah. a trillion gold is such a clicker game number. Like, you just don't get that much money in any game. They don't build currency that way in games. It's just unnecessary, really. But yeah. idle games, clicker games trillions quadrillions you're just the numbers pile up for no particular reason so i think that's one of the exactly it really fits my whole model too like you said my phone is riddled with these stupid clicker games these stupid idle games because <laughs> they're fun for about 10 to 15 hours and then you start to plateau and everything is just a slog to get the next thing you have to have so much stuff and it gets a little flat and that's what started to happen to me with this game. It revives itself a little, but yeah, it, it kind of has that cycle. Do you think it needs more of a story? I don't think so, personally. Cause I don't think so. I don't, I, it, they could have not even put in whatever story Andrew was talking about, and I wouldn't have changed a thing about this game. Still, yeah. I think it's great about what it is. I think there's a lot more they could add on to it, and that's what I would like to see them do. Will he do it? I don't know. If you're listening to this, Mr. Hopfrog, please do. Yeah, this is definitely a game I'm sure he's still working on, and there's going to be more patches. That's why when you load up the game, it says Forge or Nuclear, because they added now like uranium and nuclear waste, and it lets you create a power plant and radioactive cells and stuff like that. So it's definitely new, and I'm sure there's going to be a lot more added to it. Which So in a couple months, I'm sure this is going to be a completely different game. Well, not a completely different game, but I'm sure there's going to be like a lot of new content. I do love what's here. I do agree that the story isn't what's keeping you. And yeah, there couldn't have been any, and I would have been fine. I think the game kind of refreshes itself a little bit with the combat. So it is, as you said, like a clicker game, but then it also has like Zelda-esque dungeons where you're going in and kind of solving these little puzzles, trying to get a special item, and you know, basically trying to defeat the boss. And as Liz was describing, where there's one dungeon where you get an item called the Thunder Rod that is really powerful and just really shapes the game like it really makes the game so much more simpler yeah it helps you get a ton of resources really quickly and so for me that was my biggest issue with the game overall i did think it's weird because we're comparing it to all these games my sister was watching me play and she instantly was like that reminds me of a game you played and it was stardew this is nothing like stardew i feel like the style of the game and everything but it has no, like he, the same... he takes stuff from stardew yeah no it, what I was going to say is that, like, the look of the ores, like, reminds me of Stardew, the museum where you collect things and put them in. But I do like that it wasn't too much like Stardew. Yeah. It definitely felt like a couple of different games, but kind of made into its own thing, which I thought was nice. Yeah, I enjoyed that you're trying to gather gold in order to buy land. And there's different biomes. There's a grassland, a desert, a graveyard, a fire, and an ice biome. And I really loved kind of the diversity of them. Uh, which So first pro tip, I recommend building up to the desert biome to the right and finding the Thunder Rod, because once you do that, it opens the game up. <laughs> but I really enjoy the biomes. And my favorite thing is this game has any... Most of the time when you buy a land, there's usually a puzzle that you get to solve. And I actually thought the puzzles were a lot of fun. I didn't think they were too difficult. Some of them were. It took me a little bit with some of the mini island ones, because I just kind of couldn't figure them out. 
So it's funny because I actually unlocked that island first, the Thunder Rod Island. It took me probably about five hours into the game before I actually went in there and like messed around enough to find said Thunder Rod. But uh, anywho, I, I had started out there and really got lucky with it, I would say, by getting it on early on. But it and immediately you get one puzzle where it's just to you know power on a little uh, kind of statue that's on an island, and that's cool. And so then I thought I had to do that for all of them. And it wasn't until maybe about four hours later where I thought about it again. And I realized that each of the puzzles was a little bit unique. And I thought that was really cool, to your point. Yeah, like it it was just so interesting. The temples were really cool. I admittedly just straight up looked up one of them because I just did not want to mess with it. Yeah, Um, the Graveyard Temple, what I looked up. Is that the one where where you have to like turn the pillars on and off to get them all down? Ah, uh, the riddle one where it was describing an item. You have to put an item on a pedestal. Oh yeah, I did all. I did look that one up too, cause and that was after a bunch of tries. I just gave up. But no, the one that actually <laughs> had the the up and down. I just I don't feel like doing this. I'm just gonna look it up. Um, See, I wish I had gotten further, cause I I experienced some of the other biomes, but not too much. Like I just got like one or two pieces of land. Because I spent all my money on all of the desert land. Because <laughs> Andrew's like, you have to keep going. You have to get it. So I didn't really get to do a lot of the puzzles. I obviously did the desert one. But I didn't think that the biomes were... I mean, I don't think there was too much. I mean, obviously the the look of them. But the overall, like you have like the same kind of layout. A little bit. I wish it was kind of like a little bit different. Yeah, essentially the different biomes just have like different resources. And the stones might look different. Yeah, but essentially they do this same thing. Like they still have trees, they still have ores. It just depends what ores and flowers they have. See, I thought they did look different because if you look at like the stones even of say like the iron ore, when you go towards the fire, it's a darker gray. And I know it's a super minimal change. I'm not saying it's like, wow, look at this crazy design difference. But I think there was an attention to the detail there. When you go into the ice, they're actually crystals instead of rocks. You know, little things like that that I thought were really cool. And I, I liked the way that, you know, you had the uniqueness of the graveyard where every time you broke a stone, it would release a skeleton. And then, it, I don't know, it just shook things up. But they are a little bit samey, I guess. I don't know. I mean, it looked different, but it, it didn't, like, do anything for gameplay. Graveyard was the only one, like you said, anytime you break a tombstone, there's a chance that a skeleton will come up. But it's not like, oh, if I'm going to the winter biome, I need to pack, like, heaters or something like that. Or if I'm going to the desert, I need water. It, it didn't do anything for the gameplay. It just looked different and had a different resource That's to it. That's more what I meant, yeah. 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 Okay, then. Then, yeah, I I agree with you then, Liz. I'm sorry, I didn't understand that. Or understand what you meant. But, yeah, yeah. I, I, I definitely... explaining. No, I just didn't understand the way she said it. You re-explained what she said. So you did it too. <laughs> Jerk. But, no, because I did say the look of it as well. But I did I did also mean like incorporating other things. Because like I was just playing Zelda on Switch. And it was you have to buy certain clothing. Or even if you had to build certain clothing, I guess. Um, but I was also really curious. With the skill tree, I didn't know where to go. So I read online that it's good to do magic first, but I felt like everything else seemed more important. So I got a couple of magic things, but didn't delve too into it. Did you guys think that the magic was very important? Absolutely. It is? Yeah. Ah! So, so I just maxed out my character, and I noticed that 
when it comes to the magic, creating the cauldron or creating scrolls, they are very powerful. And it, like later on in the game, I found leather to be so hard to find. But there's a lot of magic scrolls where you can create animals, and then that's are the potion a nice that way. lures them that make them love you. Yeah, and there's potions that like your just body just shoots out lightning, which is makes mining so much easier and getting down trees so much easier. And then of course a lot of the magic stuff increases how much experience points you get. So it's kind of like the snowball effect. So yeah, if you put points in the magic pretty early, you're like gaining XP so much quicker. Yeah. See, I I did not do that. Um... But yeah, it, it was my lowest tree at but, first, and then yeah, by the end, I'm like, I wish I did it early. Yeah, it was it was right about that point where I started putting points into it that I really just started rolling through the game, and I don't. So I assume you you got it fully upgraded your lightning rod where it has the three lightning bolts and no, not yet. I still can't uh, find the relics I need. Oh man, I got my relics on that pretty early, and I got really lucky. So yeah, it just upgrades it so that it shoots out three beams of it. As, a, as like Jeez. a triangle and then when you have it upgraded as well where you don't lose or it has no energy loss i just run circles around my map just clearing it over and over and over again so i'm getting resources like it's going out of style but i feel like i'm just still doing nothing and that's kind of where i'm stuck right now yeah did you guys ever feel overwhelmed at the beginning yes because i feel like the ores everything is building up so quickly and I feel like I was just trying to figure out what I wanted to do, how to do it, and all of a sudden I was like, I can't move anywhere. There's too much crap. <laughs> I mean, well, I guess to a certain degree, if you're talking about spacing, because I like to try and like condense everything. I don't want to have my factories over on one land, and I don't want to have my you know uh, like thread shops over on another. Although I think we're probably supposed to do that, but yeah, I I kind of just condense everything. So my buildings were really spaced out, but. I at least felt, I felt like the recipe tree was nice and easy because it always just really progressive on itself. And it just built on, you know, if you need this one thing, then the next item you need will need 10 of that thing that you just built. And yeah, that was pretty easy, at least. I, I at least enjoyed that the furnaces and everything had an infinite mode, which made things so okay. much more simpler, especially when it came to like equipment management. Like, obviously, you have very limited bag space, but whenever you put, like, your furnaces on infinite smelting of iron, it would always just instantly teleport it straight to the furnace and just start smelting it. So if you could get down, like, having things on infinite, you could just clear your bag space continuously and always have room. Well, I think you definitely need that because the map is pretty big. You buy, you can buy lots of land. I started building, like, a railroad, but I never, you know, finished it. <laughs> So I never did you actually use that? Oh, you didn't? Yeah, I didn't either. I have it, but I'm like... It you didn't... moved pretty fast. Yeah, I felt like your character was generally fast as it is. It was like I never 30 seconds like... to get across the full map tops. Yeah. So I never felt like it was necessary. Unless yeah, it like moved resources or something, I guess. But again, everything really came to a teleport. And another thing that I'm guessing you probably figured out early on, Andrew, uh, but it took me a little bit was how key vaults are because you yeah. can lock items on your vault and or your vaults and on that same token all of your coal that you're farming or your stone that you're farming immediately goes to your vault so it doesn't take up space in your bag and then your infinite furnace can be building off of your vault so things just never really had to hit your bag if you even managed your vaults correctly and yep. and that was 
like that's just one of those things that I've started to get better about. You know me in the past, I'd be running a one furnace game here, but I yep, had like my six, time Porsche. <laughs> yeah, I had like six furnaces going, multiple factories. I I had it all running this game. <laughs> I because we made fun of you so badly by time Porsche, we we uh, ridiculed you into uh, doing better. I'm glad exactly. to, to see we improved you, Keith. Thank you. I want to bring up though. I think my biggest complaint of the game, and that is the combat. I felt like the combat in this was really, really flat, especially when it came to the bosses. There was no real kind of defense. You're getting essentially increased chance that your character will dodge attacks, but it's a it's a gamble. Like that's all it is, and it can be really frustrating. And you end up just going up to a boss and just mashing on him or trying to attack him from a range. But I thought the combat was really flat. Yeah, I never really messed with any of the range, and the rods didn't seem to do much damage. So Yeah, the only I, rod worth your time is the Thunder Rod. Yeah, so I mostly just, I would run up and just hack away, and hopefully my toolbar wasn't too full that I could get over to my cooked meat or, you know, whatever I had that would heal me. And it was just kind of a constant back and forth. Now, I did stack my damage a lot, so that was another thing that hot tip out there. One of the items you'll collect along the way is your spirit orbs. If you want to just level up quickly, you can you can take advantage of that. Don't do what I did and just stack it all into like health and then immediately go and spend that health at the boon station where you lose <laughs> all of said health. It's a good it's a fun you strategy. That. You were like excited. You're like, ooh, I can keep using this thing. You're like, but now I'm down to one health and die right away. Yeah, so early on, that's another thing. Don't don't go buck wild and bring yourself down to one health. It does stop you at when you have one health bar left. It, it won't let you kill yourself permanently <laughs> in the game. I can confirm. But yeah, I, I ran around with one bar of health for a while. It is nice once you can finally start crafting spirit orbs, but I don't know how useful that really ends up becoming. I don't know how much you can stack your, your damage to. Maybe bosses just aren't even that difficult if you stack enough damage. It's true. I also thought it was interesting, going back to combat, you, there's two buttons you can use to um, attack things in X and right trigger, I believe. Yeah. And so when I got the Thunderbolt, I been using X the whole time, and you have to aim with the right stick. So it just, like, really fumbled me with controls for a while. Yeah, it becomes and like I a twin stick shooter. That. Yeah, I wish it just was right trigger the entire time, because then every single time I went to use the rod, I just, like, was just fumbling around. Because, like, eight hours, you're just using the same button, then you like you have to program yourself. It's just being nitpicky, but, I don't know, kind of bothered me a little bit. But that actually brings up another thing that really frustrated me with this. I'm, I didn't get to try it, but this game is also on Game Pass PC, and I'm assuming it's a lot better. But I hated, hated the reticle in this game. So, like, in Stardew Valley, it's very simple. It shows you, like, what you're kind of selecting and, like, where your cursor is. This game, it needs just to be patched a little bit. I'm sure they could fix it, but it was really hard to like either select the land or like try to actually select a specific item. It, it would always kind of like kind of do like an auto aim and just assume you're trying to pick this thing when you're actually trying to uh, pick a different thing. Oh, like the first shovel that you have, it was absolutely yeah. terrible. Like it's really hard to select above your character. Like if you're trying to shovel a spot above your character. Yeah, no, I noticed I that. Agree with that. Yeah, same. I I noticed it most with the landfill. If you're trying to hit like one specific tiny little yeah. square of landfill, that's what I was like, trying. 
good luck with that. Although, don't waste your time with landfill, quite honestly, because outside of the fact that you can't build on it, you can build bridges with so much ease because you get so much wood in the game. But save save your poop early on. That's a, that's a hot tip for you. You need a <laughs> lot of it later on. So just save that poop. Well, I always wanted to do more of the landfill and actually fill out the gaps because there is just like a lot of random like puddles and spots of water. And there's a lot of base building elements in Forager, but all the lands are so sporadic that it's I never felt like I could actually build a base. So I wanted to fill that out to actually try to create something cool because, yeah, you can get like cosmic tiles and cosmic gates or electric gates and stuff like that to kind of create a cool castle. But there was also no purpose for it. And it was frustrating if you're trying to mine a stone and you end up hitting your tile and in, and just end up destroying your floor. Because I actually at least tried to lay down floor to get rid of like things growing in my area. But I ended up just uprooting it by accident. It was really annoying. Oh, I guess that's so, a good point. I never thought about building for that reason. Yeah. I literally just never bothered with any of the base building because I didn't want to have to worry about managing those resources as well. So I just just didn't bother. And yeah, yeah. That's I because there's I don't even think there's any any achievements for it. I don't no, know. It's it was just, just for it, fun cosmetic stuff. Yeah, and I just I couldn't be bothered with that. I've never been a cosmetic person. I don't care about building a, a house and like it's it's why I didn't I don't want to say didn't have fun with Minecraft, but where I struggled with Minecraft. I just don't have a vision for design. I don't, I don't have time for that. Let me just chop down trees and make monies. I mean, we can clearly see it with the way you're dressed too. They clearly don't care about cosmetics. Rude. Dude, I work from home. <laughs> I go out like once a week to go shopping, okay? You're I lucky. Say that as I'm in my pajamas. <laughs> You're also lucky that I even showered today. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm sure your girlfriend's happy that you showered today. <laughs> she always appreciates it. But I like that what you said earlier. I was looking for reviews online and there weren't any for Xbox and this is something I do way later on. But I thought it was interesting that people said that PC is way better than Switch for this because I guess the updates are not coming out fast on, on the Switch. Yeah. It is not, they said it's like night and day, so there's a lot of complaints. So I definitely think if you're thinking about PC or Switch, I mean... Well, with any game, it is easier for a developer to update the PC version than it is like a console version. Cause I guess with the console version, you have to go through like a whole bunch of red tape. You gotta like send approval to the company. Then they gotta like allow you to do it. And then it's it's this whole multi-step process. But on PC, they just literally like hit a switch and there's the update. Which I get, but I've never seen so many negative reviews for a game because of that. That so, is odd. Cause yeah. every game is like that. Yeah, people are lame. That's why the internet stinks <laughs> and everyone's opinion stinks on it too. But listen to ours. Hey. <laughs> But I, one thing I can imagine it makes way easier on the PC is actually going back even just to the fighting style. Just the ability, I'm, I'm guessing your toolbar is probably hotkeyed to like your numbers or something like yeah. that, like most games. So if you're trying to switch over between things while you're fighting and like you said, the cursor, like I have to imagine this game's probably on PC. And so if you do both, if you do play both, I'd probably, without even playing it on the PC, I'd actually just recommend it that way. Yeah, it was a little frustrating that I didn't feel like I had much customization over my toolbar. Like, I wanted to get rid of the hammer because the hammer becomes obsolete. Yeah. I wanted to get rid of, like, the fishing rod. Like, there was a lot of things I just wanted to get rid of, but as far as your tools and rods go, you can't get rid of them. 
you can only get rid of like if you added like a food item or something like that. So yeah. I was kind of annoyed that I couldn't customize it better. Which the fishing rod was kind of weird to me. I tried it a couple times, but I was waiting and nothing happened. Yeah. And I got impatient because everything's building up around you. And you're like, I don't have time for this. I know, just to stay in there. So I thought it was kind of useless. So I was hoping that you guys had experience with it. Did yeah. Did you guys get anything the, good? No, same thing. I was like, am I missing something? I didn't see it bobbing. I'm no, just you, sitting there and I'm like, this it, is boring. Well, it does eventually pop up a little thing that says caught and you have to hit the trigger again. That's all it is. That's literally all that it is. Oh, and well, was, it takes a while because I was sitting oh, for like a minute. Yeah, I think I, I think I might have sat as much as like two minutes at one point. I was like, it's got to do something. It's got to. I actually missed it the first time. And it's because I had put down my controller. I was just watching it. And I was like, I, I don't know what's happening. Oh, but that's a poor mechanic. I almost feel like, like games like this feel like they need to have a fishing rod. Yeah. Like, I, 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 food, I was thinking the same but, thing. Like, I just felt like it was very unnecessary in this game. Like you have the shovel, like... I mean, just unbury it or have an island where there's, like, treasures. Well, I don't know. I just thought it was useless. And you, have the, like the, oh. you have the fish traps, and you get those super early. They're super cheap to build. They're more effective because then in the late game, you get a skill that allows them to just be auto-collected. Yeah. So why bother fishing? This game, It I, I think it's just purely a a nod, if you will to just this type of guy this type of game where they're just like yeah you gotta have it in there because you couldn't even upgrade it every single piece of item or equipment well no you don't upgrade the hammer either i guess but otherwise you don't you can upgrade everything but you don't upgrade the fishing rod you just get that and that's it yeah that's what i felt and i I caught two fish for the record two fish that's 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 what happened when i caught it um because I didn't have 450 cooked fish in my inventory, so that was good. <laughs> See, my first guess was that they put the fishing rod in there because it maybe had an improved chance of gathering relics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what but, I was thinking. Yeah, but I, I mean, I wasn't getting them super fast. So I was like, this thing's really dumb. I don't want to do this. So, yeah, I agree. I, I felt like it was just, we need to put it in there just to kind of put it in there. But they could easily remove it. Or maybe they'll build on it. Sorry. I also just wanted to bring up the pet that you can get. You oh, the pet is awful. <laughs> I got a giraffe, so I think it was pretty great. Although, like, I kept giving it love. Like, you hit A, and there's a bunch of hearts, but it never ended up doing anything for me. And I was like, how how many times do I have to hit A? Yeah, I'd I, keep going back to it. Whenever I went by it, I would hit A. Nothing would happen. I got a cat, and I thought it was glitched because <laughs> when I got it, I was on a bridge, and so the cat was, like, in the water. So I thought the cat was just broken. Like, it was, like, stuck in water. But, yeah, as Liz said, you got to, like, pet it. And eventually, it, like, it gets bigger. And when it gets bigger is when it starts following you. But it didn't do much. It just gathered resources for you. But it's not like gathering resources was hard. So, yeah, I, I was disappointed in the pet. Yeah. I, I got a cat. I wanted a dog. Yeah, I got the giraffe, too. It was neat. I liked having it. Because I went, hey, that's a giraffe. But then I forgot I have it. And honestly, I don't know what island it's on at this point. And I, <laughs> I really don't care. I don't. So eventually, I got the droid, which you can have apparently, I think, unlimited of them. But they just float around you and they actually shoot and mine resources, gather things, fight enemies. Like, they're actually useful. I see. I That was an issue for me. Did you have the frame rate issues? 
Because I know no, I know someone I, else mentioned him to you. Yes, I think but, it's because maybe it's because I'm on a Xbox series, uh, the Xbox X. So am I. I'm oh, on an are? Xbox One X, and I'm even running like a pretty decent monitor with it. Like, well, a thing I did, I got rid of all pop-ups, so items don't pop up my screen. XP doesn't pop up my screen. I got rid of all that, and that improved my frame rate because I was getting a little okay. bit of issues. I may I may try that then. I mean I. I just didn't really care because combat was so not difficult not to harp on this and go back to it, but I just didn't use them because I just, I I would attach them to a building and walk away. See, I like them because they're at least good when you go to the endless dungeon, the void. Ah, that makes sense. Maybe I'll try that because I did get a little stuck on that. But anyways. But, uh, Keith, I I really wanted to know from your perspective because with these types of games, you know, Liz's Liz's favorite games, what do you think of the music? I didn't hate it. It got wow. a little bit grinding at points, but it changed. It actually did change over time. And mostly it just, I don't know. I kind of just didn't pay much attention to it, I guess, too. I like what you say, like, with these types of games. There's one type of game <laughs> okay, of this genre with a game was... that I love the music. And Stardew. You, you like Stardew, too, and I found Stardew to be a little jarring But I also well. like, you know, Vampire. Like, um, there's tons of games I've played that I like okay. the, the music. True. Okay, I apologize. You're right. Because this game is actually the first game in a while where, like, if it was just in the opening section, you know, when you, you hit play a game... It drove me nuts. I actually had to find the fire remote. And that's always you. I never do that with a game. It doesn't bother me. But it would, like, really grind it on my gears. Yeah, it was starting to wear on me, too. <laughs> I guess you get, once again, would leave it on the TV for a little bit. Yeah, but see, I, I just didn't do that. So that, that was part. Yeah. But even then, playing it, I didn't... I found the music a little jarring. Because the soundtrack, there's only about 10 to 12 songs. So there isn't many. I am so sorry. I gotta go back for one second. I hated the no pause feature. Yeah, oh, that's true. Because you can save and quit, but there's no pause, and obviously enemies can attack you. And if you die, like, it's not a big deal, but everything is still building up around you and everything. And that is, like, the one big thing I would change about the game. It is so odd that a lot of, like, a game won't put a pause feature. If you go to the skill section, like, if you actually get a skill point, you can go to that. But it's just, like, I don't know. It's so inconvenient. I would have to save and quit. All the time. Yeah, that but I'm makes sorry. Sense. Music. Because <laughs> <laughs> also with the music, I also found the sound effects to be pretty annoying. As I was saying, for the longest time, you're like slowly mining things one at a time, and you're just hearing a dunk, 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 dunk. And like, you kind of need it because it also alerts you when the enemies are attacking your structures. Yeah, uh, that's true. I mean, I guess you don't need it, but it's very helpful. Yeah. I will say there was one point I was playing this game, and I did just straight up take off my headphones, like or I, I the battery was dead on them, so I just didn't have them on, and it was fine. Like I, I'm not saying this game could have done without the music or couldn't have done without the music. Rather, it's yeah. fine without the music. And realistically, like I get what you're, I, I do agree. Like early on. The sound effects are important, but honestly, by the end, if you stack a couple of those droids like we were talking about, even, even the sounds of your buildings getting attacked is really not that important. They'll be defended. So sound and audio can definitely be lost from this game with really nothing lost to it otherwise. Yeah, definitely. You definitely can listen to your own, al- like your own albums or you could listen to your favorite podcast. 
Yeah, and listen to us talk about Forager while you play Forager. You'll (laughs) find out all the hot tips. Yeah, graphics, I think, is a nice place that we could go right now. I think we should talk about the graphics. (laughs) Great great transition. Okay, Keith, talk about the graphics. Cute. They were all right. Yeah, the character designs were kind of cute. There's a lot of custom design you can do for your own character, which is really cool. But I mostly just kind of randomized it until I found one that I thought looked fun. Largely, it's 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 there. I don't know. It, yeah, it does it does it serves its purpose, but it, there's nothing special about it. But there's nothing bad about it either. See, I like the art style. I think is okay. I love just the designs of everything. I think your character is adorable. I think like even your structures you build are kind of cute. The enemies are kind of adorable. Like everything is just really kind of cutie look. Like it's really kind of cutesy looking. Which I do like how the buildings kind of bounce as they work. Yeah, you got like an adorable ghost. You can find the guy in the fox outfit. Like the NPCs are kind of adorable too. So I I loved the design of everything. But as far as the actual overall graphics, it's it's kind of flat. Like I said, it serves its purpose. Yeah. I agree with both of you. I do wish there was a bit more customization. I mean, obviously in a game like this, I I think it would have been silly to have some of the things that, you know, Stardew Minecraft have. Like, you have paintings and, like, you build your house or whatever. So I understand why they don't have that. The game has it. This game does? Yeah. That's what we were talking about. You can actually build a base. You can actually have, like, a throne. You can build, like, flower pots, vases, stuff like that. But you build, like, an actual house. Yeah. With, like... Like, you can't really go in it. You're kind of Look, more building the walls and forts. I was hitting one rock at a time for eight hours. I didn't get that far, okay? It's not that far. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't blame you. You like... got the thunder run right away. It took me eight hours to unlock it. I had to unlock, like, the entire desert. Hey, now, I'm not blaming you because you're already trying so hard to get these resources. You're not going to spend it on cosmetic stuff. Yes. You're going to spend it on more important things. But I just thought it was cute. Yes. I wasn't thoroughly impressed, but I wasn't disappointed. I thought it was good. <laughs> it definitely has its specific design, which I think is which is cool. I mean, that's how like Minecraft does it. Like Minecraft, as we said, isn't the greatest graphics, but it's it's very striking as to what it is. Like, hey, I can see that and that is Minecraft. And I felt like that's what this game has. When you see the character, you're like, oh, that's the Forager. I completely agree. But as you guys are talking about with the customizations, this game has in-game achievements, which are known as feats, and then, of course, it also has regular achievements. What do you guys think of the actual, like, feats in the game? Because anytime you complete a feat, you would get a cosmetic item. Yeah, I mean, I thought that was kind of cool because I liked having it pop up for me, but at the same time, I wasn't tracking them at all. Yeah, neither was I. They they would just pop up, and... That's part of the allure of this game to me. It's And it's so silly. But it's those little things where all of a sudden it's like, hey, you've done this many things. And I'm like, dang, cool. <laughs> I don't I know. I collected so much poop. <laughs> yeah, I did so many poop collecting. Like, it just makes you feel good for some dumb reason. And that's what video games are good for sometimes. I would have preferred if they were just like actual achievements, like if I actually got gamer score. There isn't yes too many and no, because if they rope those into it, all of the achievements would have been like five gamer score, and you'd get like seven thousand of them, which I know isn't a problem, but it's just sometimes I don't like that like overkill of it, I guess. Yeah, I guess because you say because I think there's like a hundred ten feats total. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of feats. But I do like the cosmetics you're getting are a lot of characters from other indie games 
Like, you got a Hollow Knight skin, you got a Super Meat Boy skin, a Shovel Knight skin. So I thought it was actually... Wasn't Hollow Knight published by Humble Bundle as well? Yeah, a lot of them are. A lot of yeah. games are. So that's yeah, why so, I think they're kind of in there. Yeah, and that's... I mean, I, I think they all kind of do it. But I agree with you that it is a cool feature. I, I mostly did the Shovel Knight skin for the longest time. Overall, what did you think of the achievements? Because I felt like the achievements were really kind of few and far between. I thought they were pretty good. Because, I don't know, I... This it's it's weird because I this is another one of those games I really didn't look at a ton of them because I knew especially because I think there was only like twenty, but I got a good chunk of them I think I'm probably wrong I know Liz has the numbers, I do and I'd love to share them, so for me coming in dead last you know uh forty out of a thousand I got two out of twenty three achievements, nice, yikes listen it was struggle city over here. <laughs> You, you, you got 300, 11 okay. out of 23. And Andrew was actually behind you until about like an hour ago. And he yeah. uh, snuck by. He's now 370 with 12 out of 23. So he got a couple of uh, 50 pointers. So that's why he... Uh... Dang it, Boone. Yeah, so I wouldn't recommend this game for achievement hunters. The time to beat, if you're just doing the main game, the average is a little under 14 hours. Uh, if you want to try to complete everything, like there's numerous game modes... There's a speedrun mode. There's a single island challenge, which I was playing a little bit of, which is kind of interesting. And then there's a hard mode. The extra game modes are kind of fun, but I didn't think they add too much replayability to them. They just kind of like tweak the game a little bit. So I, I wouldn't recommend it for achievement hunters because I'm at like, I think 14, 15 hours. And yeah, I only have like 300 gamer score. A lot of them are very much at the end of the game is when you're getting them. As you can kind of tell, probably from our scores. So yeah, I, I wouldn't recommend it for achievement hunters, but at least it's a pretty fun game. So getting into our final thoughts, Keith, what did you think of Forager? I, I think I summarized it best, honestly. Like right, right at the beginning, I fell in love with it early. It gets a little flat, but the end game of it is is actually kind of fun because you definitely you get a lot more into some dungeon crawling and you know, a little bit of character or fighting and things like that. So it's it's a lot of fun. I don't think it's worth 100 hours, but I think it's worth picking up, again, unless you're looking to, you know, just build your achievements because that's about the only thing that maybe is the worst about it, I guess. But I think I'd give it a solid 80. Yeah. I mean, I mean I'm, I'm very similar to what you're saying, Keith. This, to me, is it's kind of like a weekend game. After you beat something big, this is really simple, relaxing, just chipping away at rocks, building a base. It, it is a bit tedious as what you're doing. Like I'm, I'm in the same boat as you where I'm just kind of going around and quickly gathering things, but I, I don't really have much direction. I've been going to the Endless Dungeon a decent amount, but like I said, the combat's a little flat, so it's nothing like too exciting or fun. This... I kind of wish there was maybe a little bit more story or a little more interaction with NPCs, maybe visiting like a village more often or something like that, kind of like how Stardew Valley has. But from what's here, I think this is a really fun game. It definitely kept me entertained. Like I, I, I didn't feel bored or anything playing it. I think I'm going to give it like an 83. I'll give you a little mm-hmm. bit more than what you did, but yeah, I enjoyed it. Which is a little low for you. I, I, I feel like you give a lot of 90s. <laughs> 90. I don't know. That's I'm not judging you. Rude. <laughs> Feels real rude. I feel like I'm feel like I'm being attacked right now. 
No, I was just surprised. It's a good score. It's a good score for the game. <laughs> I was originally going to give it an 8. I think I'm going to give it a 78. I, oh, honestly, that's all low for you. I know. <laughs> I actually... And I feel like this sounds a little bit dramatic, but I kind of feel like robbed of like the natural progression of the game. I felt like I couldn't get far. I I don't know if you can build with Thunder Rod, but even if you can, I wasn't given the knowledge to know that. Like I I feel like I couldn't progress the way that I should until I got the Thunder Rod. And then it was just I don't know. I think it's a good foundation for the game, but I just I I didn't really enjoy it that much. I'm so shocked. I will say I enjoyed the first, like, three hours. I really, really liked it. And then after that, I was just frustrated. Quick question for you guys. A lot of these kind of base builder games we have, I've been noticing that a lot of them have co-op, but this one does not. Would you have liked that this game had co-op? Do you think it would have added anything? I think so, because it doesn't really have a ton of story. So I felt like I was just kind of, like, on this journey by myself without really anything to look forward to. And maybe I just didn't delve enough into it. I did read the comics, of course, but um, I think it, it would have made the game more fun. I don't know if it would have changed much. I don't think it would have been necessary. There's, it would it would need a much bigger world for it to to incorporate co-op. I think it's just that there's not enough going on for it to be two people. Because I, I could, you can you just end up being able to clear the map easily enough yourself that you don't need two people. I agree, like, looking at Andrew play later on in the game with the drones and everything. Oh, sorry, with the droids, right? Yeah. I definitely don't think that you would need another person. I completely agree with you, Keith. I think at the beginning, it would have been fun. All right. No, I, I agree with you guys. I, I think if they added a co-op, if they added either more elements, maybe a, some sort of type of competition or a more in-depth base building, I think co-op could be justified. But from, yeah, what's here... I don't think it's too much of a mess. Yeah, I'm looking at Metacritic, Xbox didn't have enough scores. It was TBD. But so far, there's a critic that gave a 90, and then two user scores, 8 and 8. So pretty high scores. I ended up going over to Switch because I wanted to look at some of the reviews. They had 78 and 6.9. One of the critics who gave it a 72 said, I had a ton of fun with Forger for the first 10 hours or so. But once I got to the point when the pacing becomes tedious, that fun quickly came to a halt. And another one I had something similar to say, but they did see that um, it was fun watching, you know, a simple plot of land becoming this large empire. So they enjoyed that aspect. But I thought a lot of the reviews were kind of saying the same thing, where there was a bit of a burnout. Do we have any French reviews for this? No, sorry. Ah. Uh, maybe, maybe soon though, because it is like a newer game to Xbox. Yeah, it just came out when it came on Game Pass. This is the first time it's been on Xbox, so. It's only like a week and a half, two weeks old. So, yeah. So if you're looking kind of for something simple, mindless, you might enjoy this game. But I think that's going to do it for us this week. I have been your hardcore gamer host, Andrew. You can follow me on Xbox Live Firebird0952. I'm also on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Firebird0952. If you want to write us an email, we're at GamePassGrabBag at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook at GamePassGrabBag. We're also on Twitter <laughs> at GPGPod. Hey, we're also on YouTube. I've been putting... Uh, some gameplay footage with our episodes. Man, I have the rudest wife. <laughs> but I don't know. And Your Twitch is really funny. You guys should go and watch him play. As you just literally snored when I was saying things. And then you tried to I just heard Game fun. Pass grab bag so many times. 
he did say he he did that in one take though. So yeah, I'll give him that. Impressed, yeah. Thank you for giving uh, me half credit, Keith. I'm Keith. I've been here. I've been foraging. <laughs> um, do your best this week. Wow. It's inspirational words. I feel motivated do your best right now. Do your best this week. I, I wasn't planning to do my best, but then you, you know, said it, and I'm like, maybe I should. I could see it in your eyes. I could see it in your eyes. I wasn't I wasn't talking to you specifically. I was talking to our listeners. I just wanted them to have some real encouraging words in their ears, or however they're listening to this. You can see it in my eyes. Are you coming on to me? My wife is right here. Shh. Anyways, I'm Liz New, GamerTechConnell, Dino, I'm on Twitter, I'm Liz New, Bye, guys. You burned through your catchphrase. Yeah, I liked it. It was nice. If if they don't, if you don't know, you don't know. You gotta go back and listen. Seriously. Bye. I love you, everyone. See you again next week. Bye. Where are you saying bye?